Hello geniuses, welcome back to the Own Your Genius podcast where we discuss building businesses, growing brands, and owning your genius. I'm your host, Brandon Taylor Kanye Murray. We have a good one for you today, so let's get started. A few weeks ago, we talked about hiring and it went over really well. I wanted to take today's episode to touch on the subject of hiring again, more from a legal standpoint. And I just want to make sure that you all know that when I'm doing this and going over these type of things, that I'm not giving out any type of legal advice. This is just information. But on the subject of hiring, can I just tell you that misclassification of employees is a huge problem with entrepreneurs a huge problem. I think they're doing it in an effort to save money and time. They will hire an employee, but then classify them as an independent contractor. Then there are responsibilities and obligations that are associated with hiring an employee. I know that. You have taxes you got to keep up with, benefits, the intentional nurturing of that employee, the expenses and the training that's involved. People want to skip that and avoid those costs. So they say, you know what? I'm going to have you do employee things, but we're going to have this contract that says that you're an independent contractor and it's going to be all gravy. And that's not how it works. That's not how any of it works, in case you were wondering. Many think that if they have this contract that states that the person is an independent contractor, that's it. They must be so, right? If I say they are, then they have to be an independent contractor. While contracts are one thing that's considered when they're trying to decide whether or not it's an employee versus independent contractor, there are a few other aspects that must be considered. Let's talk about control. Let's talk about finances. Let's talk about relationships, right? Let's get into each one of those. So we're going to start with control. How much control do you have over the work that's going to be completed? And I think the best way to kind of go about this is to give an example that we're going to use throughout this this episode. And so let's say the person is an administrator assistant. They're an an admin. And I think that's a good example because a lot of people are hiring virtual assistants and they believe just because they're virtual that they're not employees, that they're automatically contractors. Again, like I said, that's not always the case. So let's talk about how much control you have over the work that should be completed. Let's say the administrative assistant's job or role is to answer the phone and to process paperwork like dealing with clients how much control do you have over that are you giving them a script to read are you telling them what to do step by step like how to answer the phone what to do with the information what tools to use and things of that nature like how much control do you have over it versus okay i'm hiring an answering service yes this is how the greeting should be but then they have control over how everything is done on the back end control is an issue if you have a system in place that's measuring how the work is complete. Like I know when I was working, they used to have metric systems saying that. And for some reason, I'm just thinking about when I worked at the hotel and I'm thinking about the housekeeping and they would have metrics saying like how many this was clean and how was that clean. Like if they had like a bathroom check or something, they saw where the toilet paper was snapped down the way it's supposed to be. The tub was clean, the sink was clean, things of that nature. And they were checking those things off. So if you have something in place that's measuring how the work is complete, going back to our example of the assistant, if you have a measurement in place saying how many phone calls were taking, how many messages, how many times they actually recorded the messages, how many times they left notes in the client's file, then you'll probably have an employee versus a contractor because you have a lot of control over how that situation is handled. 
Finances is another thing that they look at. Finances, most independent contractors, they're going to provide their own equipment. If you have a virtual assistant, they're going to have their own computer. They're going to have their own phones. They're going to have their own paper, printer, scanner, all that stuff. And they're not going to be looking at you to reimburse them for that. Now, they might put the cost of some of those things in their invoice, as we all should when we're working, right? We should all consider the expense that it takes to run the business, but they're not looking at you straight out to reimburse them the full cost of their equipment in the tools they need to get the job done. But I also want to know is just because let you know that just because you're not providing your new hire with computers doesn't automatically mean that they're contractors. There are other considerations to to think about. Those considerations include the money spent to train the new hire because we're talking about finances, right? So how much money did you spend to train them? Oftentimes, if they're an independent contractor, they already know how to do whatever it is that you're hiring them to do. But when you're hiring an employee, you have to train them how on how to do it your way, right? So how much time and money did you spend training that new hire on how to do the job? What about whether or not that same new hire is able to contract their same or similar services to other people? Meaning you have a virtual assistant. Do you have a clause in that paperwork that says they can't do any other work like that outside of what they're doing for you without your permission? Or is this person, is this their job and they're, hire, and they're providing this virtual assistant service to multiple people and you're just a client? Those are things to consider. A lot of times people want to hire quote unquote contractors, but they want them to be exclusive to them. If you're asking that person to be exclusive to you, you have an employee and not a contractor. All right. Most contractors are paid by the job, not the hour. So how are you paying your contractor? Are you paying them per project? Or are you paying them per hour? Are you, do you have a set hourly rate and they're keeping up with their time and then you're paying them? Those are things that when they're looking to see whether or not you have misclassified someone, they're looking at that type of information. So they're looking at how you control them and they're looking at the money as well. If you're paying for training and preventing them from freelancing and paying them on a weekly or bi-weekly basis, chances are you have an employee and not a contractor. So relationships, you know, we talked about contracts, we talked about finances. Relationships are also something that they look at to consider whether or not you have an independent contractor or an employee. And while contracts can be used to determine the type of relationship, they also look at the type of benefits that are provided, whether the relationship will exist indefinitely or until the job is complete, and how vital the work that they're doing is to your business. They look at all of those things to determine whether or not you have an employee or a contractor. If you are providing benefits to someone, that's going to look more like you have an employee. If that relationship is just ongoing and it's not you know, per job or per project, you're t- tending to look more on the employee side. If what they're doing is essential to your business, so a lot of times like salespeople are a, a good example. I just thought about this a few years ago, FedEx, I'm going to say it was FedEx was sued um, and they were found that they have, were misclassifying their drivers as independent contractors rather than employees. So those drivers were essential to their business. I mean, it's, it's FedEx, right? They need drivers. That's like the whole basis of their of what they do. 
So they were misclassifying those people as independent contractors and they were actually drivers. And because of that, so you might say, okay, well, I misclassify an employee as the independent contractor. Big deal, right? There's nothing too serious about that. Let me tell you. That ain't true. The consequences of misclassification can be dire. And by dire, I mean expensive. Get into this. You had to pay federal and state tax fines for failure to pay payroll taxes. How about fines to the Department of Labor Labor for failure to file your I-9s on your employees? You know, the I-9s, they started that like a few years ago. Thus, that paperwork that's required to verify the identity and the employment authorization of people to work in the United States. And before we get into the other consequences, let me get into our sponsor real quick. Let me just ask you this. Our sponsor today is the Genius Lounge. Have you joined the Genius Lounge? It's the place where all of us geniuses hang out to discuss business, intellectual property, and mindset. If you're looking for a community of motivated, high achievers doing what they need to do to succeed in business and life, the Genius Lounge is where it's at. You can join the Genius Lounge at joinlakanya.com. Now, let's get back into these consequences, right? Make sure you join the group. But let's get back into this conversation that we're having because it's a pretty good conversation, right? In addition to wage violations, worker comp violations, and possible age discrimination and FMLA Act violations, you also run the risk of, of losing ownership of your intellectual property. That's right. Let me tell you how. Those intellectual property rights belong to the creator of that work unless the creator is doing the work as an employee in the scope of their employment. Intellectual property includes copyrights, patents, and trademarks. This looks like your sales copy, your courses and inventions, and your brand identifiers. Can you imagine not having ownership and control over those things? Like, for real, can you imagine that? To be clear, I'm not advocating an employee over an independent contractor or vice versa. I just want to be clear about that. I just want you to understand the importance of choosing correctly. Do you understand now the consequences of choosing wrong? And do you understand what they're looking at? Whether if they're trying to determine if you have an employee or an independent contractor, they're looking at that control. They're looking at the finances, the money that you invested into that person. And they're looking at their relationship, which can be determined not only by contracts, but also by benefits, how vital they are to the success of your company. They're looking at all of those things. So you want to look at those too and then do an evaluation. I can tell you from personal experience that I too, I stayed away from hiring an employee. I thought that it was going to be difficult. I thought it was going to be expensive and something that I just couldn't do. But that's not the truth at all. They have resources out here that make it very easy. I use Gusto to keep up with my payroll and taxes and all of those things. It's not that much more expensive to have employees and it's a tax write-off. And honey, let me just tell you, I need all the tax write-offs I can get. Whether you need an employee or independent contractor, that is definitely a personal choice. You have to look at your business and see where you are. A lot of times we are just starting out and we just need someone for a few hours that just kind of on call and maybe they're working, they have their own business and this is what they do. But as you grow, you want to start having more control over what they do, right? And so that's the point where you want to start looking at having an employee. So tell me, geniuses, what did you learn from today's episode? Head over to the Genius Lounge and let's discuss. Make sure you take three people with you, share this episode, and before you leave, make sure you subscribe and rate it. Okay? Until next week, 
Keep building your business, growing your brand, and owning your genius.